Hello and welcome, my dear darling occult dumpling and eggs, to this wonderful episode of Bumfrey's Occult. It being season four, episode five, and much trouble was occurring at the Scotch Piper with an ent, a tree man, a man of the woods, a wibbly wobbly. Dibbly dobbly, nobbly gnarled gnarled oak, spelt with, with a G, which I pronounce vociferously gnarled. Oh, oh, oh. We were having a few pints with the lads on a usual Sunday sing song night when the pub was rocked by a storm of motion, toing and froing like a boat, like a ship tossing at sea. Oh, the vomit was profuse as Big Toady spewed his hoop all over the table and into my guitar. Oh, crap, Toady, you dirty fucker. Oh, God, I'm fucking sorry. Uh, the pub, the pub's shaking like a boat. Uh, and it wasn't because we were all pissed. Investigatively, I stepped out bravely, with Buddy by my side, as ever, to endeavour, and indeed to discover what was happening vis-a-vis the pub's rocking motion. And who should I bump into but none other than Treebeard himself, the end of fame in the Peter Jackson movies of some twenty years ago. He was tall, knobbly, and he wasn't in a good mood. This pub, I want to plant my tree roots here. I'm very angry. I am treebeard. The end. I see. Uh, let me introduce myself, Jeffrey Bumfrey, occult investigator extraordinaire. Yes, this is very ungallant of you, Treebeard. Can you explain your anger? You seem very, very uptight about things. Surely there are many places in the foray you could plant your roots at a distance away from the pub to allow us to enjoy our drinks and songs and esprit de corps. I will... I've not had much acting work, you see, since the Lord of the Rings movies, and I'm in a bit of a loop with, you know, anger and drinking and sex addiction and all that kind of thing. A tear tree, man, that sounds awful. Yes, but I mean, the work just dried up, you know, but my agent stopped ringing, Peter Jackson stopped returning my calls, and... I mean, once you've done Lord of the Rings, there's there's not much work for a, a huge fucking tree, you know. I mean, I can't do light comedy, you know. I just haven't got the range. All right, all right. Now, these theatrical types are always very fragile when not on the stage. Well, there's no way we can resurrect your career unless they start making fucking movies about Ents, is there? So you're going to have to take that one on the gin. Oh, gosh, I suppose so. But how about this? We get you a nice spot behind the abbey to, 
to plant yourself. Yes. And I go to the garden centre and get yourself a nice young oak lady tree, which I will plant proximitous to you, which you could perhaps get to know, take on a date, a non-moving date, of course, and start a meaningful sexual relationship that could end in marriage, and perhaps <laughs> a number of acorns, which in turn could become trees that you are proud of. Doesn't that sound better than being an angry, pub-rocking, drunk ent, destroying people's lives, making Big Tony spew his hoop on the table? Oh, fucking right. Sleepyhead, you bastard. Tony, will you just get back in the pub? All right. Tony was out of the picture. Uh, I suppose so. Uh, I think I might just push over Bunny first for a laugh. You all right with that, Bunny? I'm not... Ah! Bunny was pushed over. But everyone was happy. The pub was no longer rocked. Big Tony was not spewing up. Due to the rocking motion of the pub, we replanted Treebeard down the lane behind the abbey, and I went to the garden centre the next day and planted a younger, attractive female oak tree next to him. Bob's your uncle. A short episode, but Bunfrey, a cult wonder kind and masterful master of all problems arcane, had got to the nub of the matter and was victorious. Once more, tune in next week for another exciting, acceptable episode of Banfrey's Occult. Occult. <laughs>